Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Hey, Monica, happy Mother's Day. I hope Cole, your son, was able to do something special, create some... I don't know, made at school calendar or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> homeschool calendar. <laughs> well, you know, kids pretty much stopped doing that in elementary school. So he doesn't really do any of that stuff. But as we speak, he is helping to prepare a feast for me. They are actually making a spot prawn boil and tri-tip. Oh, I thought they were going to make you chicken. That would have been awesome. (laughs) You know we're not allowed to fry the chicken in the house. (laughs) It's one one of the rules. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about dinner and that's really nice. But it's been pretty kickback. So, um, you know, yeah. But no, no calendar. No, 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 pottery, no pottery, no crayon pictures. <laughs> no, no clay ceramic mug. That's what no. I used to make when I was yeah. in elementary school. I know he did. I, I have the ones that he's made. They're really cool. But, you know, I'm, I'm into making that now. I really got to take a class when we get out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Saw some of your family social distancing gathering outside (laughs) got some spark pizza that looks good oh my gosh i miss spark pizza so much and it's so far away that's why we decided we're not doing anything else i mean we do a weekly food like exchange so we're just like we might as well just go to redmond Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah we all met in redmond and we stayed far apart and like exchanged food and yeah that pizza was fantastic i love it still love that crust and if i live closer i would be there all the time it's a good reminder. I need to pick up some pizza <laughs> Yeah. when I can eat solid foods again. So I know Nelson. Oh my <laughs> gosh. And you have a birthday coming up too. I do. <laughs> I think it might be chicken broth on my birthday oh, though. We'll, we'll oh have to gosh. see. It's okay. Yeah. We'll get over it. It's, do you remember that friends episode? Oh, in case anybody is listening to all that. <laughs> <laughs> I fell ill later in the week and had to go to urgent care and diagnosed it with the diverticulitis, which is an inflammation or infection of the the gut pretty much. So man, I had this maybe about eight years ago in Las Vegas. Mm. Oh, it's a lot different when you're 30 than when you're like 40. Because 30, I was able to buy something over the counter that I looked on the web and went to a CVS pharmacy next to the hotel. and And I was like, okay, I don't know the next day, but man, this one is so painful. I don't wish it. You remember that friends episode where Joey is, has the hernia and he doesn't have the insurance and he's trying to make the kid cry. during this (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, can I scream up until we say action? Yeah. That's the pain I felt. Uh, And I, I feel like I have a high pain tolerance. Yeah, you do. This one is just, yeah, debilitating. I don't wish this on any of my enemies. Nobody should ever get this. Well, what do so, you get it from? Because just the only food you've been eating is your food. I, I don't think it is a food thing. Is I, food I thing? don't. I don't think it was. I thought it was food poisoning. Mm-hmm. Like after I hiked, mm-hmm. I was. I felt I didn't feel so well. Ate some food and then I decided to put some leave in, mm-hmm. and then just I was like, oh my gosh, it's food poisoning. And then and then after that, I was just like, man, this is not food poisoning. <laughs> like after day three is like not food poisoning. So yeah. I was just trying to it's figure really it out. I'm really worried but, about you. That's serious. 
it's okay. I'm doing, I'm doing okay. We'll, we'll be fine by, by midweek. I'll be, I'll be fine. I can mm-hmm. start eating things. I see things in my fridge and I'm like, man, <laughs> I need to eat this. <laughs> I know. My brother brought over a cake from Whole Foods, got it oh. delivered. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is one of my Chantilly cake. Oh yeah. Oh, have you ever had it before? Yeah. Oh, one That's, of my favorite cakes. Chantilly cakes are really big in Hawaii too. Are they? Okay. Yeah. I The first time I ever heard of it was at Whole Foods. So okay. that was the first time. And we loved it ever since. And he delivered it over. Aww. And I can't have any of it because I can. I All I'm drinking is chicken bone broth, lemon lime Gatorade, and flattened 7-Up. That's, mm. that's But the good news, Monica, is that I'm back to my pre-quarantine weight. well yeah i don't think anybody really wants to lose weight that way but okay (laughs) okay nelson so that's the that's the benefit of it yeah (laughs) so for your birthday gift i have to send you a gift basket of like bullion and like quarts of chicken broth Mm -hmm. (laughs) like a tablespoon of rice oh man by the way this is the first day I actually was able to get out to my mailbox mm-hmm. and I got a package from you. Thank you so much, Monica. Oh, yeah. I got some fulcrum coffee that you mm-hmm. sent over yeah. along with some indie chocolate. For sure. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Appreciate Shout out it. to Intentionalist and, and uh, fulcrum coffee for making that connection. Now I can make some Dalgona coffee with it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> well, of course, we'll just have to wait till you get your TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Welcome to our show. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast. She's Monica. I'm Nelson. It's episode 87. Monica, we got some fried chicken this weekend before mm-hmm. I fell ill, so mm-hmm. we can talk about that. And then, of course, we did do some eating. Uh, let's get started. Absolutely. Country fried chicken. Do, do you want to get started? Yeah, let's do it. All right. There's KFC, Korean fried chicken. <laughs> and I thought... CFC was Chinese fried chicken, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, yes. I like, so I was like, okay, okay, what what we got? And then we got some VFC. Is it going to be Vietnamese fried chicken? We got yes. some fish sauce fried yes. chicken. We can never say no to fried chicken getting delivered. And that's what we got. CFC Country Fried Chicken is a new business delivering fried chicken from three different locations. There's a Bellevue, Shoreline, and UW location. Right now, you can order a whole chicken and use the coupon code CHICKEN all lowercase, when you order on cfcmenu.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that it's a whole chicken and it wasn't like the size chickens that I'm used to. So they're kind of small, but it was actually kind of fun and tasty. And the North Seattle location is walking distance from me. So I, I can't wait to stop by when they reopen. I had noticed them before quarantine, but I hadn't had a chance to try it yet. And I definitely want to try more of the wings because the wings had a, a crispy crunch to them. And I also, we also had a drink each that was delivered. I think we all had different drinks. So I had like a salted crema and it was perfect. I love that saltiness as well. Oh, I didn't get a drink. I got fries. Oh, you got fries? Oh, I got fries. Yeah. (laughs) Oops, sorry. That's okay. (laughs) Sorry. But, you know, I guess they have uh, bubble tea drinks and fruit tea drinks. Um, I didn't know that was coming, so that was kind of nice. Yeah. So shout out to them. They're like mini game hens. That's what I thought of when I first came out. I was like, okay, these are like, these aren't whole chickens. Yeah. They were perfect. And I think they're, it's probably better to do game hens to perfectly fry them if you're going to fry a whole chicken. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's what I noticed is that you didn't run into the problem of having raw pieces in the middle or bloody pieces. Like it was cooked all the way through, but it wasn't dry. And so that's what I liked about yeah. it. And I just, I like that batter crust. I was telling somebody, it reminds me of um, banquet fried chicken and they thought that was a negative. I actually have really fond memories of banquet fried chicken. I grew up eating them. I'm a TV dinner kind of gal. And um, <laughs> I really miss, it's just really nostalgic for me. Um, and so I used to always get the box of 10 pieces and keep them at home and like bake them in the oven so they're nice and crispy. And I just, I really like that batter. If you want fried chicken, cfcmenu.com. Right now they're delivering only, but when things are back to normal, they will have the three locations open. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Monica, like I mentioned, we did do some eating. I did do some eating for the first four days of the week. So um, let me get started with that. What are we eating during quarantine? For me, it was going so well at the beginning of the week. Uh, For me, I made one of my favorite childhood dishes. My grandmother and my mom used to make it and I wanted to replicate it. It's clay pot chicken rice. I found the clay pot at the beginning of the shelter at home initiative And I thought, I'm going to put this to good use. And I've been using it a lot. It's really easy. You put marinated chicken thighs along with some lop churn and some choy sum, which is this Chinese type of vegetable. You just basically cook it and boil it. And that's how it was. I made that so good. One of my favorite dishes to order in Chinese restaurants that most people don't know, so it's very underrated, is the slippery egg noodles. Have you ever had it before, Monica? I don't know if that's what it's called, but I think I have based on like your description of it. Some people call it egg foo young rice noodles. When I saw it at my favorite place that I go get it at 663 Bistro in Chinatown, it's the slippery beef egg noodles. Mm -hmm. Basically, the key is the egg is in quotes slippery because Mm -hmm. it has like a watery effect to it Mm -hmm. or silky effect. Mm -hmm. Instead of cooking regular scrambled eggs, you're adding about, for me, seven tablespoons of water with a teaspoon of cornstarch mm. and that makes it that really shiny feel to it mm-hmm. and it's one of my favorite dishes not a lot of people really order it because it's not really a common dish that most people order in chinatown yeah. but i'm glad they have it mm-hmm. and yeah those are the two things i pretty much made during the day mm-hmm. and then no, of course we got good. country fried chicken mm-hmm. yeah that sounds really good how about you what did you make Um, I didn't do a whole lot of cooking. I think, well, I mean, I always cook, but I don't think it's always worth posting to my stories. Uh, The big thing for me was a beef pot roast last week. And, you know, I love like to get a really good sear on the roast. And instead of using the instant pot, which I do part of the time, I decided to go old school and put it in my Le Creuset. And um, sometimes I just really like that slow cooking uh, as opposed to the pressure cooker. It's just, it's different. It's not better. It's just different, right? So if I have the time, sometimes I'll toss something in the oven instead of using the Instant Pot, which is great um, if you want to pressure quick, uh, cook something really quickly. But if you have the time and like I've been working at home, so I'm here to just, you know, hang out and it works out. So yeah, pot roast is one of my family American favorites with potatoes and just meat that falls apart. So family really love that. Yeah, I used to make pot roast with the slow cooker. Mm-hmm. And I used to buy a pot roast that would be way too big <laughs> to fit it in there. Yeah. And then I would cut up onions, carrots, anything in there. Yeah, And I couldn't even put the lid, close the <laughs> lid on the pressure cooker. And I would set it for, I don't know, I would go to bed, set it for whatever long it is, eight hours, 10 hours. And I would wake up and by the time it was done, 
The lid finally closed in. <laughs> it. Totally. And I figure out the secret to not buying a big roast. It's uh, buy the best quality meat you can. And then all of a sudden, that really takes its toll on your pocketbook. So, you know, if you're paying for a more expensive cut of meat, you're more likely to get between one and three pounds as opposed to like eight pounds of meat that, you know. So that's my secret anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. And more. <laughs> Safeway had used to have well back in the day it was mm-hmm. like three ninety three ninety nine a pound yeah. so I would just pick up a big totally. huge shoulder or something mm-hmm. and then just put it in there, but now that I have an instant pot I'm happy to try it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, cooking for one's hard though. You don't want to have to eat like seven pounds of meat by yourself. Oh no no no! I killed the pot roast when I made it <laughs> by myself. Like I said, I thought. Oh, I'll, I'll set it aside. Yeah. I'll eat a little bit. And I just kept coming back to it and coming back to it. And then when I saw there's just a quarter left, I'm like, well, it's, I already committed. Like, I might as well just eat the whole thing. And I think I ate, well, at the time, I think it was like a four pound or five pound pot roast. Yeah. And it cooks down, obviously. So it's only Obby. maybe <laughs> two, three pounds maybe of meat sure which is still let's face it a lot of meat and but you know nelson will never back away from a meat party no it will not (laughs) it was a friday night i remember it was a friday night alone in my house (laughs) i was and i think i killed in like a two hour three hour span yeah that was a great night that was a good night that was a good night (laughs) (laughs) all right uh for takeout it sounds like you got a little bit of takeout too nelson uh, yeah. Okay. I didn't go fancy. I wasn't able, I'm kind of bummed because I'm sick. I couldn't support some of my favorite Seattle places. I went with some classics, nothing too special. Mm-hmm. Went hiking for the first time. If people don't know, my go-to post-hike meal has always been a classic Costco hot dog and chicken bake. Mm. That's always my favorite. I always get that. It's just a treat. It also helps me curb my cravings because that way I don't get a Costco hot dog every week when I go to Costco. Mm -hmm. So that's always a fun thing. Always the best after a hike. Mm -hmm. Mr. Frankstagram and what Jesse eats inspired me to go old school. And I went to taco time. Oh yeah. I was craving that. Mm -hmm. There are usually three things I order and I got two of them this Mm -hmm. time, the crispy beef burrito and the chicken soft taco. Mm. The other third one is the tostada salad. You with don't the get Mexi fries? No, I don't get the Mexi oh, fries. Oh, we cannot be friends anymore. You don't get Mexi <laughs> fries? Those are the best. No. Those are the those are the three. Okay. <laughs> Did you know a crispy beef burrito is $5.99 and a chicken soft taco is $4.99? Really? I didn't realize it was that expensive. What oh, what happened that's, there? That's like Seattle prices. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's expensive. I always ate the chicken soft taco as a kid. Mm-hmm. My parents used to get it for me and I always thought it was a burrito because it was just a, because they're the size of a burrito, isn't it? Essentially. <laughs> I always get confused because when you go to taco time, you order the crispy beef burrito. But when you go to like a regular restaurant, restaurant, a burrito is different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I couldn't figure out that transition. When I had a chicken soft taco, and then when I got a regular taco at a Mexican restaurant, I was like, this isn't a chicken soft taco. I'm expecting a burrito. <laughs> it's like I grew up on Taco Bell. It was a long time before I had real Mexican food. Yeah. Same thing. Like, I'm I just know. like, what do you mean you don't have Mexican pizza? What kind of place is this? <laughs> totally. 
I get go to that. a Mexican restaurant. I was like, what do you mean I can't order a Crunchwrap Supreme? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did you see Feed the Pudge made some Crunchwrap Supremes? Whew. He did. Yeah, yeah I saw that. You go, yeah. Kenny. <laughs> I need some groceries delivered. That's what I need. Send me those groceries. Right. Unfortunately, it's still sitting in my fridge. I'm I can't wait to eat it. Hopefully, I can eat it before it goes bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Last thing I want is to get food poisoning after this thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, but one of the most disappointing things was I really wanted to go to Mangosteen slash Cut and Cook Barbecue. Mm-hmm. You told me that chicken sandwich was amazing. Everybody oh. else has been telling me that chicken sandwich was amazing. And I've been bedridden for so many days now. I'm going to have to wait another week for that. Mm-hmm. So it'll be worth you know, it. Such it'll is be life. It. It's a good size. It's a nice, moist, juicy piece of chicken. And again, like Bam Bam Lamb Chops. I'm not sure if it's true because I've never been there, but he says it's better than Helen Ray's. Monica, you don't like lines. <laughs> You're never going to go to Helen Ray's. That's correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> I don't even know how I'm going to make it through post COVID. <laughs> I'm not going to divulge your age you're literally gonna have to wait till you're about 60 till there's no lines so there's no lines and then so you can just go and order your chicken well you hopefully even... it'll still be in business by then when i'm 60 i can i can pull that like my leg hurts and i gotta get to the front of the line card oh no they still will not have any empathy oh, for that dang. it's like no brutal it's like Savage. You can sit down on that bench over there, and then when your family moves closer, you can move over there. Oh, savage. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, well. it's uh, well, You know, I have a very big bucket list that will never be filled, so. Oh, well. And then what did you get for takeout? Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Uh, unfortunately. By the way, I love that you're supporting small businesses <laughs> and local businesses every day. Every day. It's just, it's, it's hard to do. It's hard. Uh, Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. No, you know, I just, I, it is kind of a big commitment, especially when I get busy with my job, but I just think that, um, I just think it's important. And, you know, sometimes it's just the neighborhood places. Other times it's like ordering online. Like I'll go over a couple of places today. I just hope it helps. And I hope that it makes a difference. I mean, that's the biggest thing, you know, I just hope it does. Mm-hmm. All right. So this week, just a just a quick shout out. I stopped by Nutty Squirrel Gelato to buy another Rocky Road Gelato kit because I love it so much. Actually, the truth is my family keeps eating all the chocolate gelato, so we keep fighting over it. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, it seems like my weekly stop is now Yifang. And I went for brown sugar boba, but they were promoting the mango pomelo suggo. So I, had to, I bought myself two drinks. So um, that was really good and just really screamed summer to me. And just mangoes this time of year are just amazing. Um, one of the online businesses I supported is Kukurusa. So back in the day, Kukurusa, you know, they had one store and then they expanded. They had a bunch of stores and now they're like no stores. But you can still order online. So I ordered a five pack. And that's one of the things that, you know, I exchanged with my family. And I, I do miss being able to go to stores and pick up a flight. That's something that I would always do for Christmas. I'd come walking by with these like huge flights of popcorn to the office to give away to people. And my favorite is the Hawaiian salted caramel. And um, I also bought all the flavors my family wanted to snack. Um, I think uh, brown sugar sea salt and the cheddar caramel mix. And uh, they were out of the truffle. Truffle is one of my favorite, truffle porcini. But uh, so Kukuruza still doing online orders. Did you used to eat their stuff, Nelson? They used to have a place in Bellevue Square. Mm-hmm. And I used to visit it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit on the expensive side because. The rent is high at mm-hmm. Bellevue Square, which I 
totally understood but the cheddar and salted caramel i think it's the chicago mix that you were talking about that's my favorite yeah i love that i would get those tall plastic bags right that they would Mm -hmm. just fill it up in Mm -hmm. i should have got a tin but i was (laughs) but again buying for one i'm like do i really need to buy 30 dollars worth of (laughs) popcorn for just myself (laughs) now that i think back as i'm older Mm -hmm. that answer should have been yes yeah in it to win it 100 (laughs) percent uh no totally and uh i used to go to the ballard one a lot and sometimes the ballard one would have upwards of like 18 flavors and they'd have some really interesting like fruity stuff like i think they had a huckleberry one too which i'm sure you would have loved oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> I had you at Barry. <laughs> okay. Next place I stopped at was Meat and Bread at 400 Fairview. And they're open and they have three different meal kits. So, of course, I had to get the porchetta because it's pork and it's porchetta. And it's everything I remembered. I'm used to eating it in a sandwich. And so that was a little weird. But it came with roasted garlic potatoes and roasted fennel and carrots. And it was really good. It was what was cool was that day I happened to be working in the office because I go in occasionally and um, I stopped by on the way home to pick it up and it was really quick, really easy. And since it's already ready to eat, you know, by the time I got home, dinner was ready. So there are kits where you have to, you know, around the city, people are offering kits that you have to cook yourself. That's okay if I have time, but it's also really nice to have an option that's already cooked for me. So um, really cool that they have that. The porchetta is something I would eat by myself. Yeah. I wouldn't oh, yeah. have a yeah. share with the family. I know for sure. And you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I got you there. I'm right with you. <laughs> and uh, I was in the U district for a little bit and Morsel is back open. And so you can't go in the store, you know, they just have a table set up in their doorway, but I did pick up some buttermilk biscuits and I got some honey butter and raspberry jam and it's just perfectly sweet. It's a nice little pick-me-up, whether it's breakfast or a snack. And again, like supporting another local company. Are they still doing sandwiches? Their sandwiches used yes. to be so legendary. Spanish fly. Yeah. Spanish <laughs> fly was my favorite. Yes. Is it, they still call it that? Because there's another place called Morsel and Bean. Mm-hmm. Or is it just the bean? Now it's Biscuit Ballard. and Bean. They used to Biscuit be and Bean. They used to be connected, but Biscuit and Bean is with Northwest Biscuit Company now. Right, so right. They're, they're separate. But yeah, they used to be connected. So, yeah, I think they also, both of them call them the Spanish flies still. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if they had to change their name yeah. or something like that. It's a but... good name, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, people don't know what that is. Whatever. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, CCK Thai. So, I don't get there enough, even though it's in North Seattle, but they're reopening for lunch takeout. So, they had never stopped dinner service for takeout. And so they have, they're open seven days a week for dinner, but now they're going to be open for weekday lunch and they have some new bento boxes for just $9.95. And I got a sneak preview of them and I had the crispy garlic chicken and you and I've had that before. Really delicious. Has that nice salty kick that I love and garlic lovers with shrimp. And so that was really good as well. So I'm a fan of their food. And I think that bentos, it's interesting because it's such a, a quick, easy way to go. Uh, for people to order because they have so much on their menu you know sometimes i'm trying to figure out what to pick whereas now you just pick one of the bentos uh with seven things for lunch and it's pretty cool i agree that's a great option that's yeah. a great option c spark pizza we already talked about big big fan and because because i just can't help myself uh, on the way <laughs> home from spark pizza uh, I found out Shebag's uh, Filipino food truck was going to be at Re- 
Ridgecrest Public House, which is not so far from my house. So I stopped by on the way home to get an island combo, and I'm always down for the anyhow ribs, but thought I would get a variety to share with the family. So it's really nice to see them. Um, I hear that they are doing lunch um, from some of our friends. I hear that they're doing lunch delivery during the week around Seattle, but their area is limited. So if you're interested in Shea Boggs Food Trucks delivering, just pay attention to their social media and check out their map to see what their delivery area is. I saw a lot of people getting Shea Boggs mm-hmm. over the week. Yeah. Yep. I wouldn't fault you for getting in hot ribs and stopping <laughs> by right. for that. I Those know. are the best. I know. They're, yeah. so, they're so good. They are so good. And that's a wrap, I think, of everything that I bought this week. And uh, oh. Looking forward to another week of the same, and I don't know how I'm going to drop my weight, but oh well. <laughs> they need my support, Nelson. <laughs> Seattle, Seattle small food businesses need my support. They need me. <laughs> I am so envious of all that good stuff. Oh yeah, I want to eat all that. Yeah. All that. Okay, and we have an interview today, Nelson. Why don't you tell us about it? That's right. Our interview today, I'm really excited about this, is with the dynamic duo of LV.Eats, Lauren Golden and Vu Lee. We met them, I think, a couple years ago, and they've been so awesome. The food photography in Seattle, Monica, no hyperbole, is one of the best in my opinion. Their shots and photo editing is always phenomenal, and they've been doing a lot of takeout these past couple months, as you noticed. We had a fun conversation, and here's our view. We had a fun conversation, and here's our interview with LV Eats. Hey, Seattle. We are with one of my favorite duos of food photography in Seattle. It's LV.Eats. It's Lauren Golden and Vu Lee. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Yeah, we're doing really good. Uh, well, well, thanks for coming on the show. I'm excited to talk to you guys. What, what's been going on these past few months? How, how have you guys been coping with everything? Uh, it's been chill. Like, uh, <laughs> just staying at home, you know, and I mean, it hasn't been too bad, actually, because we both get to work from home and yeah, I've been pretty fortunate about that. But yeah. uh, was it a hard transition for you guys to working and then all of a sudden just working from home there at the beginning? I think the first few weeks it was um, just adjusting to, to being stuck. I, li- I live in Capitol Hill, so my apartment's really small. So just being stuck mm-hmm. inside took yeah. a few weeks to get adjust to yeah but, i'm yeah. in linwood but i think it's just the matter of not having anything to do each weekend because usually we're out and about so that was that was the major adjustment i think <laughs> i totally agree the first couple of weeks was yes i get to sleep in i got don't get to do anything on saturday and sunday and it was nice wake up at 11 don't you know don't have any plans don't have to go out to brunch yeah. and then now it's just like i want to get out oh, yeah. i want to go yeah, <laughs> do something <laughs> I don't care. Let's go get some coffee and then go somewhere else to get some takeout or do something. So yes, I am like chomping at the bit to get out. Are you guys been doing a lot of cooking? Now, Vu, you said you live on Capitol Hill. So you guys live separately. Um, So you don't live all together all the time. Are you guys doing a lot of cooking on your own or what's, what's going on with that situation? Uh, My week, honestly, on the weekdays, uh, my, my cooking is pretty boring. It's a lot of salads and chicken breasts. Um, uh-huh. so we keep a lot of the eating out on the weekends, but on the weekends lately, I've been, since we have more time, we've been cooking more of the dishes that I've been wanting to practice, like making a pot of pho or tikka masala or bunsail, like the, the, a lot of the Vietnamese dishes, especially that I've been wanting to practice and, and using my mom's recipe and get better at. So I mm-hmm. had more time to definitely do that. 
So whose parents are sending you food? Because I see this on your feed. <laughs> uh, my, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I wish my parents would send me a bunch of this stuff. Uh, my, my parents are sending us care packages for both that's, of us to eat. Yeah. That's so awesome. Are they, are they worried? Is like you guys aren't eating enough? Is that what's going on? <laughs> I, I think both. I think they're worried and they're, they're stuck bored. at home. So definitely bored. So she's just cooking us uh-huh. and dropping, us, uh, dropping off food for uh, me and my siblings. Do they know that you can cook or you're... Do they know about your food account, LV.eats, or anything like that? So a lot of parents, they have no idea what's going on, right? With, with like, hey, I've been taking pictures. I have this many followers. But they have no idea what the extent of this food photography account <laughs> is all about. I think they figured it out when we went to Vietnam with them a couple of years ago. And my dad's like, why are you always taking pictures of your food? Yeah. So we had to explain. Yeah, when we're out with my parents... They're like, okay, we have to wait till Lauren can take the pictures. And then uh, like, Sorry, guys, food camera eats first. <laughs> <Put it laughs> That's on. so awesome. Well, let's talk about food photography. So, how did this all start? Ever since we've been together, eating out has always been something that we've done. Um, and well, ever since I had a camera phone that dates me, <laughs> um, I've always taken pictures of my food. I used to post it to like my Facebook, and then when Instagram be- came around, I always posted things to Instagram. But usually for me, it was like home cooking. Mm-hmm. Who it was kind of his idea to start the Instagram account, actually. Well, Lauren's idea is to start a blog. Um, mm-hmm. started it I might be active still I'm not sure it's it's there but I just I'm not a writer so I yeah. stopped <laughs> neither am I so <laughs> short lived yeah Instagram was a great easy transition because you just post pictures quick caption and my friends always texted me for, for recommendations of where to eat um, so it's an easy way hey I'm just going to post on places I like and enjoy eating at and you guys can follow along and that way you don't all have to text me all the time Yes, I totally agree. <laughs> People always ask me, they text me like, hey, where should we go eat? I'm in Linwood. I'm in Federal Way. Where should I go eat? It's nice. I'm, I'm okay that I'm flattered that they ask me, but, I'm just, but that's why I kind of started is, hey, I look on my Instagram and see what looks good yeah, and just go eat there. Kind of got tired. Now, Lauren, mm-hmm. I want to talk about Facebook versus Instagram. Did you get the same reception on Facebook as you do on Instagram? Because when I post food stuff on my Facebook, people just don't don't care oh yeah it's like all they care about is baby pictures and family photos and i don't have any of those (laughs) so i just post what i make (laughs) and people are like why are you posting your food why are you posting your food and i they just don't get it on facebook actually when we started our instagram i stopped linking everything to facebook because i don't know Mm -hmm. i didn't want the two to like be connected so um i actually don't post very much food to facebook anymore because Mm -hmm. i mean people follow us now on instagram so yeah, I, I don't know why I wanted to create the disconnect, but I did. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with you. I I post very rarely on Facebook, and it's when it's meeting some person, like a chef or something like that, I'll post it. Something personal, but it's never. It's rarely do I start to post. But I do want to keep. I do want to try posting some homemade foods and see what people are doing. So, yeah. but yeah. So, what have you guys been getting takeout lately in Seattle? We've got two months. Where, where have you guys been? What are some of your favorite spots? We. I don't know. I've been more Asian food centric, I think. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I joined the um, support the ID Facebook group. So I think we've, I, we haven't doubled up on any restaurants. It's mostly just yeah. been different restaurants around Chinatown and International District specifically. Yeah. So we, we've been trying to make our rounds, try to make support as much as possible and 
especially in the ID, I think when we first started, we tried to take good takeout from as many restaurants as possible. And then mm -hmm. Cap Hill, just because I don't drive. And so it's it makes it a lot easier for me just to walk to a couple places nearby, like Taku, Rondo, Mind Bar, and, and the restaurants nearby. Yeah, like Lauren said, we haven't we haven't eaten at the same place twice since it started, just because we're trying to make our rounds. I mean, there's only two of us and only so much food we can eat. Yeah. So it makes it hard, um, even though we want to support as many places as possible. I think that's one of the reasons why Monica and I wanted to have you on the show is because you do, during this past few months, have been going out and supporting Seattle and local restaurants. And you guys have been put, posting on your feed and promoting them. And we, we just really love it that you guys are out there and you're able to do that and just support as many Seattle restaurants as you can. I think that's why we wanted you to have, have you on. Now, Vu... I know you're a huge burger fan because we've talked about this <laughs> in length. Any burgers you've eaten lately? Uh, I haven't, which unfortunately I kind of sad because before this all started, um, I don't know if you if I've ever told anyone, but I did an entire burger month where I ate a different local Seattle burger every day for an entire month. And you I, told me that, yeah. I took notes <laughs> on my Excel sheet, and it's I think it's a probably about a couple of years. It's outdated, so. There are mm -hmm. a lot of new burger places that are up and coming, like Eden Hill and and I think Mean Sandwich has a new one that I haven't tried yet. So my plan was to update it this spring when I had a chance to go to 10, 15 different places and everything kind of shut down. So definitely missing that. So the last actual like restaurant burger that we had um, was earlier this year and it was Burgers Never Say Die mm -hmm. in L.A. Yeah. I love that name. That's awesome. Yeah. Eden Hill has been making the rounds for takeout. I've seen a lot of people posting Eden Hill takeout burgers, so that's a popular one. I went to Taurus Ox the other day. Oh, wait. That one was we had their That one was pretty good. That one that yeah. burger is really good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, burgers definitely. If you guys have any recommendations, we'd love to hear them. Um, I want to <laughs> add them to my list and update it as soon as we can get out. I know we still need to go out and grab burgers. So after this whole thing is over, we'll just go. We'll just go out and just pick a place that we both haven't been to. Or we can pick up three. Yeah, we'll pick up three. We can do a burger crawl. I'm down for that. Yep, I'm so down for, down for that. So one last question about Seattle food scene and what are some places that you're excited to visit that are I don't know currently closed or when everything is over and. Inslee lifts, I, I think it's phase three or phase four, where we can start going to restaurants in a limited capacity. Where are some places that it's like, I cannot wait to go here? For me, I think a bowl of ramen, like Donbo. I know you can take out, get takeout there, but it's just not the same when you get home versus like a nice hot bowl of ramen coming straight out of the kitchen, straight to you, and you can devour it in like five minutes when it's still piping hot. Mm -hmm. That's one of the few things I'm really excited for. Yeah, for me... Um... I'm a I'm a dessert person, strong dessert person. So um, I've been missing salt straw a lot, actually. I don't crave oh. ice cream, but I crave salt straws ice cream. And when they change their flavors every month, that just motivates me to go out and eat ice cream. Um, but also Peroshki on third, I'm a devout dessert person of theirs, and <laughs> I've been so sad since they've been closed. But literally, well, the only reason I go there is for like dessert first, and then Peroshki second. But yeah, they really have some really nice desserts. I, I was there maybe a year ago, and they were amazing. They're well done. Yeah. No, they're just, I love them so much. I'm so sad. I miss them. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with both you guys. Uh, ramen, yes, there's places right now that are selling ramen kits, and you take it home, and you have to boil water and cook it. I, I, I'm okay, and I, I like it, but I'm just really scared. as like, well, 
how long I might overcook it or I might undercook it, right? Exactly. I and uh you were talking I think previous show I was telling Monica I miss hotcakes. Because you can't take hotcakes to go. And I drive, I don't know, 20 minutes back home or 30 minutes back home. All of a sudden, the lava cake is is no longer a lava cake. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's solidified. So <laughs> you want to eat that right away. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we have a couple more questions I just want to ask you. I revere you guys as one of the best food photographers in Seattle. Oh. I love, I love what you guys do. <laughs> Who's in charge of what? Like, do you guys split the tasks or... Does someone write the captions and someone takes the pictures or is it a little bit of both? How does that work with, with you guys? We definitely split the tasks. Um, we both take the pictures. Captions, definitely more Lauren. She's definitely more witty than I am. Um, I handle mm -hmm. the edits, uh, but we both kind of just check on each other, like editors, quality control. But for the most part, I think we figured out who does what. I remember when we first started, it was like, no, I want this, but I want that. And over time, we figured out who's, who's best at which and we let yeah. Right. the talents i think it also there. depends on like the time and the day like mm -hmm. nighttime shots usually lou's taking them because his camera's better but i think for the most part it's that's pretty much 50 50 minus the captions that's that's all Lauren. that's like 80 percent me She's <laughs> <definitely> <laughs> i like fun <laughs> let's get a little nerdy because i want to talk about your cameras yeah. you guys shoot with sony's right yes is it just like was it just a game changer when you switched from your camera phone, Lauren, to shooting with the actual Sony camera? That was actually Lou's idea to start shooting with our cameras because we both had them when we first started. Our first like five photos, I think, were just on our on my phone. Um, mm -hmm. But really, it was Lou's idea because like ease of editing, it's easier to edit in raw photos versus just JPEG um, and from your phone to or from your camera. But yeah, that, I mean, it's mostly Lou's idea. Yeah, and back then, I think it was iPhone 6 we were shooting on. And so taking photos in dark restaurants or, you know, like nighttime photos didn't turn out really well. And knowing shooting on a actual camera, we can... Actually, yeah, because we started in January. So it was still dark after work or like most of we go out to eat after work. So it's like nighttime shots weren't working for us. <laughs> You guys are funny. Uh, I still shoot with an iPhone six, so yeah. <laughs> well, you make it look I'm just really, I'm, really good, Nelson. <laughs> like I'm holding like, out for that iPhone twelve, and I just don't <laughs> want to do it. Like if I buy an iPhone eleven now, or or an Android, or the newest one, they're gonna come out in a month later with the newer one. So I ha I'm just holding out. I feel like that's always right that's now. the case with technology, though. You can't hold out forever. The next one just came out. Well, that's my, that's my problem. I've been waiting for the next one for like the last, I don't know, six or seven years. So it's time for me to upgrade. Now, I love your photos. The editing, I think it's just more of an element to it. I remember when I first got a camera and I shot, we went to like two or three restaurants. Everything was dark. Every, Of course, it was in January. So I had no lighting. I was shooting with a kit lens. So I had no idea what that means. Oh, yeah. and, and so I was like, I came out and I was like, why is everything so blurry? I took 20... 20 shots of places we went to and I can't use any of it. And it was a little bit of a learning curve, but once I got around to playing around with it and learning how to use all the functions, I don't go back. It's, I even shoot like a hot dog with a camera. So it's just okay. stuff like that. Oh, yeah. hot dog ever. I know. <laughs> all right, guys, well, let's end it here. I have one question. We always ask, where can we find you all on social media? Instagram um, and Yelp. 
and it's lv.eats on Instagram, and then Yelp is uh, Lauren G. Uh, lv-eats on Yelp. Lv-eats, perfect. Yeah. Awesome. I think we're friends because I've seen, I saw some stuff that you yes. put up. Yeah, so we are. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. It's been so much fun. I've always, it's been a while, but I'm so glad that you guys are on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having us, Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. No, we've been looking forward to this, and we're excited. <laughs> so Monica, we perfect. Awesome. And that was our interview with LV.Eats. Make sure you follow Lauren and Vu on Instagram. And you can also add them on Yelp as well. LV-Eats. Monica, there was a shout out for Piroshki on 3rd. <laughs> Lauren mentioned that because I asked her what was one of the places she can't wait to come back, go back to mm-hmm. when this is all over. And she mentioned Piroshki on 3rd. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a landmark that's near and dear to our hearts. It is, absolutely. And I think I caught them the day their last day open for service before they shut down for covid for a while so yes that was where we met in person in real life for the first time met a lot of our foodie fam and it's all it's all history in the books yeah no it was such a fun interview with them lauren mm-hmm. and vu they're awesome um as i mentioned i can't wait till this is all over so we can actually go out and eat and they want to do burger crawl so you're more than welcome to attend (laughs) i know you're always in it to win it yeah for sure um you know i just i really love them and just i love just the humility of it all i mean Mm -hmm. they're super nice people and i remember the first time where i sort of got to know them a little bit like first of all i didn't know who lves was because like i didn't know they were two people right it took me a while to figure out what was going on there but when i got to know them a bit i love them you're right like their photography chops just off the hook love it you didn't see their profile picture it's two people now (laughs) (laughs) we've known them for a while (laughs) okay (laughs) okay Thanks, thanks for just calling out my bad eyesight, Nelson. I'm uh, just, just wondering. <laughs> thanks, thanks for calling that out. <laughs> Monica can't see. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yes, because Monica's vain and doesn't use her glasses ever. <laughs> uh, all right, everyone. I think that's a wrap for our show. Monica, what do you got? You got 10 places to go this week? What's going on? Yeah, I'm going to try to keep it to 10. You know, I, I need to keep it on the down low a little. Maybe more online ordering products this week. So maybe I'm not eating so much. But, low double uh, digits. I get it. <laughs> low yeah. double digits. But yeah, <laughs> I hope you start feeling better, Nelson. I've been really worried about you and sorry you're going through this. But uh, it's the price of getting old. They, <laughs> they, you know, the universe knows that I'm having a birthday. So they're just, yeah, they're just punishing me for getting old. That's all. It's true. I was almost in the hospital last year too. They know. They know. They know. I don't know how they know, but they do. I know. I don't know how they know. Oh oh my goodness. All right. Hopefully this week I'll be able to, I really want to go down and get, as I mentioned, mangosteen. And while I'm there, go to Susu or something to go to Chinatown, pick up something. I don't know. Yeah. I really want to do that. And I just saw this new Hong Kong bubble tea place in Bellevue that TDT Eats went to, and so did Hella Mischief. So I wow. want to check that out in as well. Bellevue? Yeah. Wow. Near the Asian supermarket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Huh. No, I, I must have missed that. I got to check it out. Nelson Lau, yeah. always in the know. Nah, no, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm the last to know. Come on. <laughs> I'm still searching for that damn boba ice cream. I. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my gosh, Nelson. We'll feel better soon and have a very happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone. That's our show for tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week and happy Mother's Day. Happy eating, Seattle. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Seattle Foodie Podcast and on Twitter at Seattle Food Pod. You can also email us at seattlefoodiepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the Seattle Foodie Podcast.